Good morning and welcome to Letter to Philippi Live, our daily broadcast looking at Paul's letter to Philippi from a Messianic and Jewish theological perspective. Today we continue our study in Philippians chapter 4, looking at verses 7 through 9, as we're moving toward the conclusion of the letter. We are have uh, two more two more times together tomorrow and then Monday. We'll be concluding looking at the book of, of Philippians. This is our third time this year, starting in June 1st, going through daily, verse by verse, through Paul's letter to Philippi. And we'll be starting anew on Tuesday, again going back to the introduction to the letter on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then uh, looking to get into verse 1 of chapter 1, of chapter one, verse 1 of chapter 1 on Thursday of next week. So we'll be looking at Philippians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9 today. And uh, again, this is Letter to Philippi Live, an initiative of Letter to Philippi, a new Messianic Jewish theological teaching organization, of which I'm the founder. My name is Sean Imsley, and I am also the teacher of this class. And the Letter to Philippi Live was the first initiative of this new Messianic Jewish theological teaching work. Our second initiative is our Messianic Jewish Review of Books, which we started this month with our first review of Mark Danos's book, uh, Corinthians and Philippians Within Judaism. And as I said, starting in January, we'll be adding two new new book reviews each month, both, uh, both the written and video reviews of books by Messian Jewish authors and also by authors from the larger academic world, focusing on the issues related to Messian Jewish theology, including works from the Paul Within Judaism School of Thought, works by Mark Nanos, uh, Paula Fredrickson, and others, and also works by Messian Jewish scholars, as I mentioned earlier. We'll be looking at the book Besora by Dr. Mark Kinzer and, and uh, Rabbi Russ Resnick also next month. And uh, we'll be looking to add new initiatives over time. As I said, we're looking in 2022 to have live teaching events and uh, including our uh, Seodot Mashiach on the final day of Passover, where we'll be come together live and also live streaming a final meal of Passover, a final Seder of Passover, focused on the life, death, resurrection, ascension, and soon return of Yeshua, righteous Messiah. As we include Passover, we focus on the Passover lamb who took away the sins of the world and look forward to that day as we see in Philippians 2.11, when every knee will bow and tongue profess that Yeshua the Messiah is Adonai, is Lord of all. So we'll be looking at that into 2022. Now we continue in our study in Philippians 4, verses 7 through 9. And as I said, we have uh, more things we're coming to you as we include 2021, our first year of this new organization, and moving into 2022 with new initiatives. And also we're looking to have have print print uh, print uh, booklets and books coming out in 2022 to uh, continue to further our work here at Letter to Philippi. So we'll begin with a word of prayer and then look at verses 7 through 9 of chapter 4 today. O Lord, you are good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you for each day we have to look into your holy word. We thank you, Lord, that we have these words of your holy servant, Paul. And help us, Lord, to become more and more and more in the Messiah each day as we look into these holy words. 
And we pray this in the name of Yeshua, the name that is above all names, and in whose name we pray. Amen. So today we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9, a section that I entitled in my commentary on Philippians, The Call to Stand Firm in Their Faith. As Paul is writing his final words to the people in Philippi that he cared so much about, he loved so much, he wanted to give them these final words to, to, to ensure them one of their connection to the God of Israel and life eternal in the Messiah, and for them to stand firm in their faith as they continue to live now as redeemed Gentiles in, in a secular society, in a society that is overrun by different false gods and false belief systems. That Paul is calling the people in Philippi to stand firm in their faith, to focus their minds on godly things, and to live as lights in a dark world. And for us, by example, for us to take these words that Paul gave to people in Philippi and apply them to our lives so as we can live as lights in a dark world. And we'll begin looking at verses 7 and 8, and I will put that up on the screen here. Begin looking at verses 7 through 8, and then conclude our study with verse 9. That is verse 9. Let me go back. Okay, here we are. Verses 7 through 8 of Philippians chapter 4. Then God shalom, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah Yeshua. In conclusion, brothers, focus your thoughts on what is true noble, righteous, pure, lovable or admirable, on some virtue or on something praiseworthy. Read through that again. Then God shalom, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah Yeshua. In conclusion, brothers, focus your thoughts on what is true, noble, righteous, pure, lovable or admirable, on some virtue or on something praiseworthy. In these verses, we have two, two more familiar verses. Chapter 4 is full of many verses that are fam- familiar and are used, used throughout people quoting Scripture. A lot of, a lot of uh, very memorable verses are in this, in this chapter. This, these are two more. We looked earlier, earlier yesterday at verse 6 of chapter 4 about praying, bringing everything to God in prayer, which is also very familiar. To bring all of our requests to God in prayer is very familiar. And these following verses here in 7 and 8 are also very memorable verses, verses a lot of people have memorized. And uh, so we look at here that Paul encourages the Philippians to focus their thoughts on positive things as a way of living in a world that focuses on negative things and lacks truth, nobility, righteousness, and purity. The world of the, of the Philippians lived in was a world that was, that was focused on negative things, on false gods, false ways of life, serving oneself, serving one's own, own sensual desires, serving oneself, even, even going as far as, as self-worship. But Paul is calling people in Philippi, and as by example, and our world is, 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 mu- is much the same today, that our, our world lacks truth, lacks stability, lacks righteousness and purity. 
And Paul is calling people Philippi, and us by example, to live as lights within, within a dark world, to focus our lives not on what is negative, not on, on things that are false, things that are ignoble, things that are unrighteous and unpure. But Paul urges the Philippians, and us by example, to live in a broken world by focusing on that which is pure and unbroken. It's a mind focus on what is right will help the believer live within a lost world and not join in the lostness. Paul here is calling here in, in verse 8, he calls the people, the brothers, in conclusion brothers, the brothers and sisters in Philippi, to focus their thoughts on what is true, noble, righteous, pure, lovable or admirable, on some virtue or on something praiseworthy. Paul here is, is making, making clear to the people of Philippi and us, as we look at these words nearly 2,000 years later, that living in a world that is opposed to the God of Israel, opposed to truth, opposed to righteousness, opposed to purity, Paul says the way to live in that world, to stand out in that world, is to focus your mind on what is true, what is noble, what is righteous, which is pure, which is lovable and what is admirable, on something that is virtuous and on something praiseworthy, that in a world that is so set against the God of Israel, so set against honesty and purity and righteousness, Paul calls the people of Philippi to focus their minds on nobility and truth and righteousness, on purity, on lovableness, on admirable things, on virtues and on praiseworthy things. To have a completely different mindset, our world, the world of Philippi, and our world today is totally against the things of God, totally against truth and righteousness. And he calls the people of Philippi, and us by example, to live counter to our world by focusing on the things that our world opposes, to focus on truth in our world, which is so caught up in lies and, and caught up in, in falseness, to focus on righteousness our world which is which is living for unrighteousness and for for the 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 uh, the satiation of of worldly pleasures satiation of physical pleasures rather than focusing on on the things of God so Paul calls the people of Philippi for example as he continues teaching them about being standing firm in their faith standing as righteous gentiles mostly as I said most of the population of Philippi would have been non-Jews, would have been Gentiles, pagan Gentiles who became righteous Gentiles by putting their faith in Yeshua. He calls them, and us by example, both both Messianic Jews and righteous Gentiles today, to live our lives focused on what is true, what is righteous, and to stand counter to our culture. Our culture is turned its back on God and ridicules the things of God. We need to focus our, ourselves on the way of God, focusing on the holiness of God, focusing on God's Torah, focusing on walking God's way, honoring God with our lives, focusing ourselves on, on studying the scriptures and bringing everything to God in prayer, and focusing our minds on that which is righteous and holy and pure, and to stand against our world which is opposed to all those things by focusing our minds on things that are godly, things that are pure, 
things that are infused by the truth of God and by the glory of God's word he's given to us in his holy Torah. As God called the Jewish people to be holy in Leviticus 20, verse 26, and model the holiness of God, Paul offers the Philippians a practical way of holy living by focusing their minds on virtuous and pure things so they can live outwardly with hearts turned inward to that which is true and pure. So as as the people of Israel were called in the Torah in Leviticus 20-26, you shall be holy as I am holy and model the holiness of God in their life. Paul is calling the Philippians to understand their need to be holy like God is holy, like the Messiah is an example of holiness to them. They are to model the Messiah. And for us, too, reading these words, as I said, 2,000 years later almost, we need to focus our mind on godly things and live counter to a world that is opposed to these very things that Paul is calling the people of Philippi to focus their minds on. To focus on things as it says. To focus their thoughts on what is true, noble, righteous, pure, lovable, or admirable, on some virtue or something praiseworthy. But as we focus our mind on these things, these things that are true and holy and righteous and pure, we can stand in a world that is opposed to these things and focuses on falseness, focuses on impurity, focuses on things that are, are ignoble. We can focus our minds on what, what is godly and live as godly examples in a world that has turned its back on God and turned its back on God's word in his holy Torah. So in verse 9, let's go to verse 9 here. We read, Keep doing what you have learned and received from me, what you have heard and seen me doing, and the God who gives shalom will be with you. Paul encourages the Philippians to follow his example as a follower of Yeshua, understanding that life going forward is the life of one crucified with Messiah. Paul models Messiah in a life conformed to service of the crucified Yeshua. Paul taught the Philippians both his words in the letter and also in his life that he held before them as a slave of the Messiah. He urges them, and us by example, to be encouraged and challenged by his example. As Paul modeled the Messiah, the people in Philippi and us, by example, should conform our lives to that of the Messiah. The reward for this lifestyle is shalom, peace. It says says shalom is more than just peace, uh, the end of conflict, but wholeness, spiritual wholeness, the shalom that only God can provide. The reward for this lifestyle is shalom, Such peace comes by modeling the Messiah and living distinctly in a world that calls for conformity. So Paul here, in continuing teaching of Philippi about their their standing firm in their faith, standing firm as followers of Yeshua in a world opposed to the God of Israel, opposed to the Messiah of Israel. He calls them to understand that in, in living in this world, they need to follow godly examples. Paul is holding himself out as an example of one who is following the Messiah, 
who has conformed himself to the image of the Messiah, who understands that he's been crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives for himself, but for the Messiah of Israel and for the God of Israel. And he calls the people in Philippi to understand this in their own lives, that they need to model godly examples and model the Messiah who is their life. And because they model the Messiah of Israel, they will know the wholeness, the shalom, the spiritual wholeness that only God can provide. And Paul calls the people in their standing for God in this world, standing for the Messiah of Israel, counter to their culture, which worship the gods of Greece and Rome and Egypt and the, the Roman emperor. God calls them to stand firmly in their faith, following the God of Israel, redeemed by the work of the Messiah of Israel, and conforming themselves to living a life following the scriptures of Israel. And Paul's calling people to Philippi here, and us as 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 those reading this these letters now in the 21st century, to understand that we need to keep following the example of the Messiah and becoming more and more and more in the Messiah, more and more like the Messiah each day, and seeking out godly models for us to learn from and to model. And Paul's calling people here, and us by example, to live our lives walking in the path of Messiah and seeking out those who are modeling the Messiah and model our lives after them as they model their lives after the Messiah as and to grow in our faith in the Messiah of Israel, in the God of Israel, by living lives that are counter to our world, who are focused on purity, which are focused on truth, which are focused on things that are positive, in a world that is focused on negativity and and falsehood and untruth and unrighteousness. We are to focus our lives on those things that are pure and holy as we walk with our God and walk following Yeshua, the Messiah of Israel. So this concludes our time looking today at Paul's letter to Philippi. And today we looked at Philippians chapter 4, 7 through 9, a section I titled, The Call to Stand Firm in Their Faith. The Paul puts forward two practical teachings here for the people of Philippi. One, to focus their minds on holy things, on truthful things, on righteous things, and to fill our minds with those things that are positive and righteous and holy, and to avoid having our mind corrupted by those things that are false, those things that are unholy, those things that are unrighteous. And in so doing, we grow to be more like the Messiah, to have the mind of the Messiah, which is filled with things that are holy and these things that are righteous. And then we see in verse 9 that he's talking about, told the people of Philippi to model the Messiah in their life, to find, find examples of those people who are modeling the Messiah and to seek to model the Messiah more. So each one in the community in Philippi and in our Messianic communities today model the Messiah and become more and more and more in the Messiah. And therefore, we build up our faith. We build up our faith trust. We build up our life in the Messiah. We enter into the shalom that only God can provide because we have set our minds on holy things, on heavenly things, on things that are pure and holy. And we stand as counter to a world that's focused on, on, on lies and on, 
on impurity, on unrighteousness. We focus our minds on, on things that are, are godly and holy. And we stand for the God of Israel in a world that is opposed to our Lord and Master. We stand as examples of the Messiah in our world and stand as lights in a dark world. And Paul is calling the people of Philippi to understand this and us read this today to focus our minds on things that are holy and focus our minds on becoming more and more and more in the Messiah. So that will conclude our time today. This is Letter to Philippi Live, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Chicago Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem Time. And tomorrow we'll be looking at Philippians chapter 4, which is 10 through 18, a section that I entitled The Love and Thankfulness for the Philippians. As Paul is, is moving to conclude this letter, he includes these, these closing words of love and thankfulness for the Philippians, sharing his deep affection for these people who, who meant so much to him and were so important in his work of bringing the, the news of the Messiah to to the world, the larger world, to the the world of Macedonia, which would be modern day Greece, as the gospel message moved into Europe, and the work of Yeshua is going out continues because of his work entering into Philippi and their support for him, both both prayerfully, financially, and being co-workers with him in the work of making Messiah known. So that will include our time today. This is Letter to Philippi Live. You can, if you have any questions about our, our work, go to lettertophilippi.org. There you can find out information about our work. You can ask any questions you want about us. You can leave a prayer request. I want to be praying for you. You can purchase a copy of our, our Messianic Commentary on Philippians on our resources page. You can watch past, past class videos on our teaching page. You can make a much-needed end-of-the-year contribution to our work so we can have the funds to move on into 2022. And you can read, read our, our, our first Messian Jewish book review. And again, you can find any information you want about us. And as I said, if you have any questions, there are contact forms there. I want to hear from you and also be praying for you. So thank you for watching, and we'll be back tomorrow. Looking, moving toward the conclusion of the letter to Philippi with Paul's love and thankfulness for the Philippians in chapter 4, verses 10 through 18. So, shalom, have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. And uh, that will conclude our time together at Letter to Philippi Live. My name is Sean Imsley, and uh, this is a work of Letter to Philippi, lettertophilippi.org. Have a great day. Shalom. Mm -hmm.